The Green Suiters Podcast is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to support our show, get early access to each episode, get your questions read right on there, and you want to listen to each episode ad-free, then head over to www.patreon.com forward slash Podcast to find out how. If you don't have any bucks to toss our way, it would mean the world to us to have some feedback on how the podcast is doing. You can leave us a review wherever you listen to this episode. Now, on to the show. Well, hello. We are live. I'm feeling very sick today. I just wanted everybody to know that. You sound sexy, I'm, though. Kind of like me I'm last not, week. I'm not going to be my usual peppy self. I'm a, I'll be a muted version of myself. Ooh. Good. I don't like the peppy Ben anyway. <clears throat> yeah, he's kind of a prick. Did yeah. you guys have a good Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to go first? In, in general, <laughs> did you have a good Christmas? Yes. Okay, yes, good. I had a great one. Ours was good. Yeah, was Leo, Leo excited about all of his presents. Yeah, was he like aware of what was going on? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so that's, that's when it's fun. Yeah, this year, and this year's the first year that he was like completely aware uh, that Santa Claus was coming and he was going to leave toys, and it was really cool. <laughs> And so what, here's what was interesting, right? So again, last year he didn't, he didn't really totally get it. He kind of got it, but like Nicole was helping him unwrap presents and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He just saw toys and was excited. He, I don't really think he grasped the Christmas idea behind it. But this year he immediately, what was so funny is I went and got a, a big black trash bag, the ones that I use for my shop. Mm-hmm. And I brought it inside because we wanted to, you know, put the wrapping paper yeah, yeah. in there as we go or, or when it, or when we were done, because when I was growing up, you know, we would go to my grandparents' house and just rip everything apart. And we just have a stack of, you know, paper that we'd have to clean yeah. up at the end. My, my kids, as soon as they do one present, they, as they're going to throw their trash away, the next kid's opening up their present. So it, the whole operation stays clean. Huh. Dad doesn't well, have to do any cleaning. Well, that's what's funny about it is that this year, Leo opened up the first gift, grabbed all of his paper, you know, put it all into a ball, walks over to me, puts it in the trash bag, and then goes down and like is messing with a toy. And then on the, on, he did that with every single toy. He picked up every little, because you know, kids, huh. they, he's like yeah. ripping one piece and then another and another mm-hmm. and another. So there's like all these little shards everywhere. He would stop what he was doing, pick all of that up, put it in the trash bag. And when he missed something, He'd be going over to get his next present, and he would say, "He would say, Mommy, give that to Daddy." And it would be like the, <laughs> the trash. So, that's funny. It, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a it was a great time, and we've been playing with the toys every day since because he's he's not in daycare this week. So, yeah, but it was good. Fun, and then uh, then we went over to Rick's. Uh, what Christmas afternoon? Yeah. And they made like burgers and brats and stuff. It was good. Good time. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. awesome, man. Missed, I missed my buddy Sedge. Yeah. Marianne was quite under the weather. We had a, uh, our puppy was under the weather too. Yeah. So we had to be cool. We had to chill out at home. Yeah. And it's better because Marianne, she was num- She was really worried about uh, being contagious around like Nicole. Yeah. She could care less about you, Jace, and right. me and the yeah. bushes. But Yeah, I totally, you know. totally get it. My bug striketh. I don't. Oh God! And yeah, like, it's like going I, around right now. And like I said, I was testing her. You know, every three days for you know 
uh, yeah. COVID at home test and she was clean. She was negative. Yeah. And we, we called the doctor on Monday to get antibiotics. He was cool with it. So yeah. she, she's on her second second day of Z-Pack. So she's on the mend. Thank okay. God. Glad to hear you. Know, Hopefully we can all get together this weekend. It's always wonderful when you also celebrate your birthday when you're sick because Monday was her birthday. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah. It's okay. Hey, if she lost her voice, which is kind of cool. Oh, man. You better hope she doesn't she listen doesn't. to this. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't. <laughs> But God's striking me now. Yeah. It's karma. Well, Jen listens to it, so yeah. I'm sure that she'll send her a message. Be like, hey, you may want to check out episode 18. Just, yeah. you know, first 10 minutes or so. Is this yeah. really number 18? It is. It is. Wow, that's wicked, is man. 18. It's crazy. That's and, good, we didn't, and we did not skip an episode due to the holidays, unlike some other podcasts. Like, oh, boy. Like, like another another woodshop podcast may have done it yeah you know or yeah apparently some other podcast. but they were smart <coughs> they were smart and played their greatest yeah. episode of all time which was which when was i was yours. a guest yeah. yeah it's like reposting it's like reposting your viral hit just to get a bunch more views and followers again so they get three views instead of two this time yeah just to see if lightning strikes twice yeah. Well, no, it was funny, Dan. <laughs> it was funny, Dan uh, posted in his stories like, hey, we uh, we didn't record an episode this week. You know, we wanted to take it off for the holidays, but, you know, we decided to do a best of. And, you know, this was one of our uh, one of our favorite episodes. And, you know, believe it or not, it was actually like one of the most viewed or one of the most listened to episodes. I want to write him back and be like, why are you surprised, dude? <laughs> I mean, why you wouldn't it be? Our, what our most listened to episode is and it continues to, to go up what Which one episode one it continues to be like people continue to listen to it and yeah. that is the one episode that i don't have the original files that i can go back and like correct it i have i have all the files from all the elements that i can go back and really and re-edit them. And i wonder affect, if it's it wouldn't affect i wonder if anything. it's because a lot of people like to start on number one and they Could never be. go any. And they and never go any. F- f- they never go further. Well, yeah, that's the unfortunate part is that the audio in those early episodes, you know, wasn't all that great. So I, I think right. it has a seventy-five percent listen-through rate. Wow, so it's pretty. It's pretty high. Oh wow! Most of our episodes are in the seventies and eighties. Seventy, eighty percent listen all the way through. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's good. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Thanks Thank you, patrons. Thank you all. Let, um, let's do a test and me not be on an episode. And let's see if it drops down to about 30. <laughs> It'll probably go to 100. Anyways, Ben, how was your Christmas? It was great, man. Um, Jen uh, came for uh, Christmas Eve. And then I got the girls Christmas Day, uh, like in the afternoon. And so she went like completely bonkers with buying them presents. Um, nice. Which was, which was funny. You know, that's her first experience with, you know, kind of being able to go all out with, with the girls for, for presents and stuff. And so she, she was just as excited as they were. So it was a lot of fun to see her cool. uh, be excited about it. And the girls, you know, they obviously love her and it was a really great time. And, um, you know, the, the next day we went to my uncle's in Pennsylvania. We're only there for like 24 hours because he had COVID. And we're like, all right, well, time to go back home. So thanks for the turkey. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, yeah, he's a, he's a French chef. 
and so he he was he was prepping to like cook cook to the nines for us but we had to leave so it's unfortunate but other than that it was great I, i've really enjoyed my time off from school i haven't really pressured myself to do anything other than um keep up with the podcast as far as social media stuff goes and patreon stuff goes so it's been great just been relaxing it was a really great time. Nice. Next week is a should be a one of our patron questions, correct? Yeah, yeah. Next week is going to be um, yeah pay, a patron sponsored episode, and it's pretty unfortunate because I think we all know whose whose episode it's going to be. Why? In the rotation. What do you mean? It's Patrick's turn. Oh, gross. Is it really? Is that wow. how you're doing it? You're not just pooling the. You're not just no, pooling. Yeah. The, no, I, I go. I rotate through all the top patrons. Well, what we should do is oh, just take no. him out of the rotation. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> just, just remove him as a patron. Well, so hey, I'm gonna hey, delete. Oh, sorry. I don't let's know have happened. Michelle. Let's have Michelle ask the question. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna write them a message, and I'm gonna let Patrick know. Hey, look. Do not purposely submit some ridiculous question that you know Ben and I are not going to have any insight on just because you want to, you know, stick it to us. Yeah. Flex that. You guys don't do hand tools. No, no, no. You should add curves to your work. Yeah. Yeah, Jason. Add some curvatures to your work. He should just get out in the shop and do some work. That's all I'm saying. Sorry, Patrick. Truth so it'll be interesting to find out what topic he chooses for us. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell him he needs to send us at least a couple. That way we can pick which one. Yeah, Eric. Um, I think it wasn't Eric our last one, or maybe it was Chad. I don't know, somebody, somebody, or maybe it was Mike. I think it was Mike, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was Mike. Mike, he, he sent a, a couple. Yeah, we, we, were able to we choose picked from, on, yeah. So. Yeah, that was good. Well, speaking of sponsors, um, I mentioned this. Yeah, I mentioned this on the last podcast, but Bessie has agreed uh, for the foreseeable future to do a monthly giveaway with us. Um, I still don't have all the details, everybody, so I apologize because this is the first episode of January. However, in the next episode, we will tell you exactly how you can go about entering, but basically the way it's going to work is, you know, we'll talk about it each episode. We'll tell you the rules to enter. It'll be super easy. Uh, and then at the end of the month, we will pick a winner, U.S. or Canada-based, mm. to exclude Thomas. Alaska and Hawaii. Yeah. Um, those are the rules. And, that, and that's on that's uh, Bessie that gave me those rules. So um, once I know what the prize pack is, that's what we don't know yet. But I should know before we record the next episode. I, I think it's because of the holidays and stuff. They're, yeah, they're they just kind of out of the office. Yeah. Um, so they? more details, but it's coming. No, I'm just, I'm super glad. I mean, I love Bessie tools. I'm super, I know we all do. Oh, yeah. um, we all super, super glad that, that they agreed to it. And they were the, the first people I asked and they said yes. So huge thank you to Bessie. Looking hey, forward to that. Is there really any other clamp company out there? Oh, there is. <laughs> and the little, little slick little devils. Got me on one or a pair. I went to Woodcraft about a year ago and went to the to the normal Bessie clamp display. 
I was like, I think I got like some 48s or 56s. I just grabbed them. Just grabbed two off the shelf and went home and checked out. I got home and I'm like, why are these, why does it look weird? It's some knockoff brand that is like, oh, I know it has red, red plastic ends on the, on the clamp parts. And then it's like a tint different on like the body. And so at first glance, you can't tell that it's not a Bessie until like you look really close. Is it symbol? Like $3 difference. Huh? Is it symbol? I, I don't know. I'd have to go look at it. I've the only, only reason I asked that is because I just got an email from Woodpeckers and they sell a, they sell another clamp brand that looks identical to, yeah, it's, to Bessie's. Hmm. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, it's especially inside the little plastic that they come in. I couldn't tell that it wasn't a Bessie. Yeah. Had I known, though, I definitely would have bought them because now I've got two that are just it it does it messes up the set that I have. There's there's a there's another real popular clamp brand out there that mm-hmm. offered to replace all of my clamps and pay me oh, money. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. I told yeah. them go pound sand. Yeah. I you know <laughs> what? I, I don't regret it for a minute. I'm no. looking at my Bessies and they're 30 years old, man. Yeah. They're holding up. They're awesome. Yeah. Why would some... I don't know. Man, you got those clamps part. when I was like seven years old? Stop it. When I... Stop. Oh, here we go. Hey, you want, <laughs> would you want to hear something? They last. And everybody... Mm-hmm. Those were the original K-bodies I have. And the thing is, is now everybody's copying them. When you're good, people copy you, right? Yeah. But there is no replacement for a Bessie. So... I, I, I've recommended them my whole life to people. Don't buy yeah, anything else by Bessie. And now they're, they're awesome clamps. Now they're gladly going to be giving away some of those clamps to other people, which is That's awesome. Wicked. When you I, told me that, I was freaking out. I thought that was so cool. Yeah, I was really happy when when she wrote back uh, and was like, "We would absolutely love to do that." I'm like, "Awesome!" So I've, more to I've follow, everybody. Had, I've only had one bad experience with a Bessie clamp, but it was it was replaced. So. Never heard was was the bad experience you you lost it? No, is their band <laughs> clamps? I, I, I it just it just broke. I went to band but clamp. It was it was within thirty days, <laughs> so I was able to get it replaced. I went to band, band clamp. I went to band clamp once. <laughs> I got kicked out of band clamp. You guys know what I did today? <laughs> or do you want to Jason, talk about what we've been up to? Jason, what did you do today? Well, what's a perfect segue? Um, <laughs> I filmed my uh, 2021 shop tour video. It's going to be really long. I noticed that you didn't put jars of peanut butter on the Omni wall yet. No, I totally should have. Yeah, no. Um, it's going to be really long. I really dove like dove deep into the weeds on things I've changed, why I've changed them, what I like, what I don't like, uh, why I have things in a certain place. I think it's going to be really good. Um, is is like, that a part of you kind of changing how or, or what kind of content you make because it's what you want to do, not kind of based off of previous episodes that we had? Uh, yeah, yes and no. I mean, I, I've planned on doing this, but I just figured the best time to do it would be like the end of the year, you know, like, hey, I'm leaving 2021. Here's the changes I made since the last one, and I'll probably do another one at the end of 2022. But um, this one is, has been planned for quite some time. Uh, to be the video and it'll probably won't do great because it's the end of the year and you know people are 
doing things for the holidays. Again, I just don't care. But yeah, but some um, some people get get a lot of value out of that. Yeah, and that's and that's why I did it. That's why it's not a traditional. Oh, we've talked about this on the podcast multiple times. Like, and now I'm going to go over here and I have the woodpeckers X, Y, and Z links down below, and then the Bessie <laughs> yeah. X, Y, and Z clamps links down below, and all the expensive um, stuff is in the yeah. A lot of people do shop tour videos as an easy, quick win, which if you're just starting out on YouTube, I think it's an absolutely phenomenal video idea because it gets you used to being in front of the camera um, and it gives you kind of a baseline and it gives you one more thing to shoot. As you get further on, it turns into more of a strategic timing and opportunity for affiliate marketing. The reason I like to do them is because I'm... I want to share what I've learned since the last one when I was talking about why I had things in a certain place. So for me, that's what I use it as, especially when you're in the same space every year. It's important to talk about those things as opposed to, yeah, I still have all the same tools, but there's links down below. It's it's like, no, I had my table saw turned this way at one point, and this was why. This is what mm -hmm. I found. This is what I've seen since I've done it, since I've changed it, right? Yeah. And so that's what I tried to focus on in this video. And I, I think I did a really good job. Um, but like I said, I, th I think it's going to be a, a long video, probably like 30 to 45 minutes long, if not longer, but be a good way to end the year. Um, good. but other than that, I finished Leo's bed. Yeah. It looks great, man. God, those you Domino he's 700 really, he's really connectors. Oh yeah. He freaking loves it. I love it because now I can lay down next to him and yeah. And so it's can Nicole. It's, a, it's, it's a, fantastic. It's a big boy bed. Yeah. Yeah. But it came together so quickly and easily. The finish went on really well. I used Rubio Monocote um, Natural. It was a little time time intensive because there were so many pieces. Yeah, um, slats and everything. Yeah, but it, I, I came up with a really good, you know, uh, rhythm, and I got all that done, let it dry for about 36 hours or so. And then on Christmas morning, after we got done opening all the gifts, uh, we took apart his crib uh, and stored that since we'll, we'll need it <laughs> again. Um, and I put his bed together and it came together perfectly. And, <coughs> excuse me, those um, <clears throat> Domino 700 connectors, man. Yeah. I mean, I love the 500, but they're obviously used for much smaller scale, like you know, I, one of the built-ins I did, I used them on it and assembled everything in the closet. And that was cool. But these Domino 700 connectors, man, are like on a whole nother freaking level. That bed is rock solid, like rock solid. And all the joints came together super tight. Um, and if I ever need to remove the rails, I can remove the rails. You know why? Because none of it's glued and it's all done with Domino connectors. So... I, those things are awesome. I'm going to be doing a video on those uh, here soon. Um, at least one. I'll probably just do like a, a standard butt joint or something like that. Do multiple so, videos. I know Sedge has done one on festival. So, so would you say that, that those would be perfect for like flat pack furniture shipping? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Hey, did you say you're going to do a standing butt joint? Is that what you just said? I no, I said I'll probably. I thought you could only do that sitting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You'd be surprised. Yeah, I was just checking. 
It's one of my Kama Sutra moves, standing butt joint. (laughs) It just sounds cool. Yeah. But what I find interesting is that while the idea of the domino connector between a 500 and 700 is the same, the way that they're both done is very different. What do you mean? You know, like, well, you use the machine to plunge on the 700 for your actual connector piece as where you use that, um, the little drill bit that goes into the slot drilling jig. Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting. Same overall principle, but man, those 700 ones, man, I'm telling you, those are like, I want to build more furniture with those. Um, and just save yourself the time of clamping and gluing. I mean, and the stress and the stress of it too. Yes. Like, I, you don't have to worry about any glue squeezing out of joints or anything. You throw a domino and a connector in there, and that thing is rock solid. Like, And it really helps you when you're moving. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. So um, I talk to, I've talked to a couple of people, and some people will, talk, will say how that there's a flaw. Well, when it comes to flat pack connections, like if you were to make furniture, that some will argue that the lamello is better suited. And there's a part of me that agrees with that simply because there's no posts or anything that stick out and it's very cut and dry. The domino, if you aren't used to using them or you don't have instructions on how to put them together, they could probably be very intimidating to the user. And where you'd run into a problem is if you left the posts screwed in to the the anchors, right? Now, what I found is once you screw those posts into those anchors, and they spread and bite. You can take those things out, and those pieces aren't going to move at that point. Oh, yeah. I, I will never transport with the posts in there. I take the posts out. When I get to where I'm at, put the posts back in. It takes right. two seconds. So as long as you sent somebody instructions with like, hey, here's the deal. These posts get screwed into this. This piece goes in here, and this Allen key goes in here, and you're good to go, right? Um, then I think it would be very easy. But... They're, they're just phenomenal, and I'm going to find uh, tons of reasons to use them. I love the 500 connectors, but those 700 are like a whole other level. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Do you? You like Festool? Mm, I concur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was... Um, I can't remember. I can't remember what I was going to say now. So I guess it's really not that important. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. Um, oh, I, I was messing with the CNC, too. But I'm not going to talk too much about that because I know that the topic tonight will kind of have to do with that for me. Um, So, uh, Sedge, what have you been up to? Oh, well, we shot a lot of video. Uh, The boys were off. We're all on PTO last week or the last half of the week. So we ended up in here and we, geez, made a boatload of videos and it's going to have an overall video at the end. We finally built the bow saw. Works like a champ. And That's I just awesome. been prepping. I've been prepping this week because uh, Chris is going to be over here. Chris is on vacation this week. I am as well, and we're going to be shooting uh, how to refurb that uh, that purchase that uh, Derek made on that record Irwin plane at Menads. <coughs> and in doing oh, so, oh nice! I can't wait to see that. And in doing so, I refurbished a number five just to get the the flow, and it came out spectacular. It's like a Lee Nielsen. So that went well, and i just been in the shop <clears throat> in between doing what I needed to do to make sure Marianne was comfortable. Um, I just It's really but good to But you had to something take... big that just happened with Sedge Tool, though. Oh, yeah, 
we just hit the swag shop, man, and order some merch. Order some merch is pouring in. I was like freaking out. It was merch. Like, <coughs> I'm gonna get on really, right now and order some. And people are uh, emailing me and texting me saying, "Hey," and they don't know about the SedgeTool.com webpage. It's been up since day one, and uh, I'm really stoked because we uh, ordered. Marianne and I ordered some, and the boys ordered some, and. Uh, it's really high quality stuff. This hat awesome. is one of two hats that I got on right now. It is so daggone comfortable. It's embroidered. Uh, the uh, Jason, we took yours and uh, leather by Dragonfly, and we the pullovers. Marianne freaked out. She ordered one of the pullovers sweatshirts, and she loves it. The I like up, the zip ups. Nice. I, I don't want to talk all that about merch. I just no, no, it's we out should. There. It's all of high quality. I like the T-shirts that you have that are. Uh, have like sayings, sayings and stuff on yeah. them. They're cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, and you did a zip-up hoodie. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's really it's it's not a thick uh, hoodie, but it's wicked comfortable. I wore it all day today. It's like a sprinter. Yeah, it's nice, man. It's comfy. Do you have different colors to choose from? Is there just the white? Yeah. The uh, what the zip-up? No, the regular hoodie. Oh, the regular hoodie. No. Oh, black, blue, colors. and green. I see yep. it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all That's kinds awesome, of cool man. swag on there. Coffee mugs. A couple people ordered coffee mugs. It was kind of cool. Awesome. And I wanted a sweatshirt. We got sweatshirts. What about thongs? You guys got thongs? Uh, those yes, are coming. Yes, please. Oh, thank God. Those are just Good. breathing hard right now. And uh, really what else we got? some new ones uh, for the shop. Yep. We got all kinds of stuff. It's just fun. You know, we've been like. It is. Uh, it's, it's a great way for people to, to support you and, and uh Chris and Big D in a different way, you know. Yeah, and uh, awesome. I like the Saints. Uh, that was Derek's idea, mm-hmm. and I thought that it's was good. wicked cool. Uh, he t- he did a thing on Instagram. Which one do you like? And uh, a lot of people liked uh, Wicked Shop. Yeah, it's good branding. Yeah, it's fun. You know, it's people awesome, have been man. asking for it because Chris designed the logo, and I really like it. I just told him mm-hmm. I wanted a lightning bolt for the S. And he came up with the the nail for the T, and I just thought that was so cool. Those guys, I can't say enough great things about Chris and Big D. Those guys are the bomb. Awesome. They're so creative. They know, you know, and that's one of my goals, which we're going to be talking about. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning from them a lot in 2022. It's good, you know, because they've been teaching me a lot, but I want to learn a lot more. Ben, what have you been up to? I haven't been up to anything. Um, I was going to try to to build another sys bench, um, not not this week, but next week, because I was supposed to be out of town pretty much this whole week. But obviously, I'm home now. Um, so depending on how how I feel towards the end of the week, I may try to build another bench. Um, I got uh, all of my Stools on Etsy are sold out, so I've got to finish making those and ship them out. Cool. Um, Wait, what? Whoa, 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 Pump the brakes, Ben. What? Yeah, I told you guys that I started an Etsy store because I wanted to, to test out the ideas. No, you didn't. It, yeah, yeah I did. did. I did. Oh, okay, it just was one of the many times I wasn't listening to you. When did that happen? <laughs> what, the Etsy store? Yeah. I've had it. I... I Open it back up in October, I think. 
And how many and, uh, stools did you sell? Uh, just just two. That's, that's the only ones that I listed. Um, oh, that was, okay. That was all the materials that I had at the time. So I, I had two stools that were that were more or less cut. I just needed to assemble them. So are you going to trade so, in your um, uh, Lamborghini for a Bugatti now with all that money? or No, I, I think I may just just get a Bugatti, you know. Oh, and keep the one Lamborghini. One will be for Tuesdays, one will be for Thursdays. So. No, I get it. You know, it's economical. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I've got one that's ready to ship. I just need to, to go get the materials to ship it. And then uh, I've got a custom make one and then ship it out as well. And then go pick up more materials so that I can have more, you know, back in stock. So I've, I've taken my lessons learned from years ago on Etsy to uh, have things pre-made that that can still be custom made. So I, I assemble the sides and the base, and then I leave the top unassembled because that's the only thing that, that is engraved. And so when I get an order in, I engrave the top, throw a last coat of finish on it, and then it's ready to go. So it's very, very low stress that way but yeah a whole lot of nothing in the shop hmm. so cool what's tonight's topic there mr marshall so tonight to your week i wanted i wanted to talk about what are y'all's goals for 2022 and it doesn't have to be like you know it could be any goal you know if you want to lose weight or you know what are you going into the new year hoping to accomplish um and um, again, you know, it's floors open. It doesn't matter what it is, what it's related to. Just wanting to know what y'all's goals are. I was, I went to a, a Christmas party a couple weeks ago with Jennifer and her her parents. And when we were going back home, her dad was in the back, and he owns his own business. And he was just kind of asking me, you know, what I wanted to do when I graduated, and you know, what were my my plans going forward, and. Um, I was like, well, you know, I, I have a podcast that's doing very well, and I want to continue to, to grow that. Um, and then I want to continue to make digital content. And, you know, he was like, okay, well, you know, what are, what are your goals for that? And I not really, like, kind of stopped and thought about what do I hope to achieve with it other than just doing it and having fun with it. Like, that's, that's really my ultimate goal is I want to have fun with what I'm doing, but, you know, and enjoyment doesn't pay bills, obviously, and so you have to have you have to be aiming at something. Else, you're just kind of like flapping out, you know, without a purpose. And so it just kind of got me started. Start made me start to think about, you know, what what tangible goals would I want for what I'm going to do when I graduate. And um, so yeah, I just wanted to hear where you guys, where y'all are at. You know, what are your goals? I think this is a good topic, even though it's not like I'm never really going to be too, you know, bent out of shape if we're not talking about just woodworking. But what you just said is really smart because it applies to your woodworking as a business as well. And like if you're running a business and you're making client work, you know, I had goals, but my goals back then were totally different than what my goals are now. Yeah. And those goals were always at, like, I want to get the better clients, right? So regardless of, I think, what our goals are, you could probably apply this to your business if you're doing, you know, if you're building pieces for clients, like, understand that you need to have, you need to have goals. Um, 
But I, I just wanted to bring that up because I don't want people to be like, oh, they're not talking about woodworking. It's like, well, it's it's a topic that you can be related to anything. So, yeah, it's a life said, discussion. You know, it's not yeah. a woodworking discussion. Said, yeah. go, go ahead. Okay, so when you threw this topic out there uh, to talk about uh, what what are your goals for twenty twenty two? My entire life, I was taught as a kid, I'm a goal setting f- freak, and that's what I've been teaching the boys in the business. And we'll have a discussion beginning of January coming up here on a Sunday morning. What are our goals for Sedge Tool? Um, I don't like to discuss my goals as much as a lot of people do, but I have them listed. And I'll tell everybody, make sure you list your tools. I do three different tools. I have three different sets of goals every year. Well, now I have three. I usually have two, my personal and my work goals. Okay, <clears throat> and uh, now I have the sedge tool goals, yeah. and I listed them, and I sh- always share the sedge tool goals with the boys, and it was it's kind of funny because we are getting ready to blow through one goal probably tonight or tomorrow morning. Oh wow! Okay, so you guys want to hear a really cool story about sedge tool? Yeah. Okay, and this is why I love those two guys. So we had a conversation last January about. Uh, you know, we had just started in the last the uh, previous October in 2020, and uh, I said, "Hey guys, when we're talking about goals this year, probably number one is we're all gonna start our LLCs because this is how, and you know, we're gonna decide how it's all gonna operate. We're gonna, you guys are gonna own your own businesses, blah blah blah. But let's talk about YouTube. Where do you see us at the end of this year? How many, you know, people who subscribe to our channel?" So Derek goes, okay, <laughs> I don't know if he's going to listen to this, but we're all laughing right now about it. He goes, I think, you know, reasonably, if we keep producing content, we're going to get up around 2,500 subscriptions by the end of the year. And so uh, <laughs> I said to myself, like, okay, that's a good goal, right? <laughs> we hadn't even hit 1,000 subs yet. So I said to uh, so I said, he, well, they look at me, they go, where do you think we're going to be, Sedge? And I said, you know, around, I would hopefully, you know, around 4,000, maybe five. <laughs> Chris, to hell with that. We're going to be over 5K in December. <laughs> we're almost at 5,000. Yeah, you it's might awesome. hit it. Yeah, and we're really stoked. And the, the best part about it is the people who are subscribing, they open up with us in the comments and what a great community we're creating. It's not about us. It's about them and the community we've started on SedgeTool. They're sending me great ideas, and we're doing videos on the ideas they're sending me. That's good. So it's a lot of fun. So that was our goal for this year for SedgeTool, and I can't wait for the conversation to happen in January, probably the first weekend in January, because we're going to set our goals for the year and go through yeah. them. I but want I, I do, want to I will sell share, <coughs> I will share 30 SedgeTool thongs by... I, by okay. the end of 2022. Okay. I was, uh, Sedge I'll buy 25. <laughs> okay. Buy the okay. white ones. The white ones? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just fun growing a business again because I had stopped growing a personal business. And uh, it's just fun getting in there because when I had the cabinet shop, we always had a, a not a strict, but we, we set some good goals and we worked at them and you're right you got to have a direction but you got to have fun doing it and that's the name of the game yeah 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I do have a list of goals I could share with you guys, but <clears throat> you guys should go first. No, now I want to hear your goals. Okay, you ready? Personal, yeah. I'm going to lose 15 pounds. That'll happen. That's easy. I always do because I've been bulking up in the in the fall. Um, I want to do more cardio because I'm a I'm a, a gym rat. Get a Peloton bike. That. And here's another one that I uh, I usually best. put on there, but because it, 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 if I put it as a personal goal, I it happens. And this is something I think everybody should strive for: is to be a better listener. Yeah. Uh, Close your mouth and keep those ears open and let people speak. Yeah. And uh, Jason, we were talking, and Ben, we were talking before the podcast started. And it sounds funny, but the best podcast out there is Joe Rogan. I'll say it a billion times. And Joe knows when to listen and let that guest speak. Yep. He's one of the biggest things I've noticed. He's fantastic at it, and uh, he's just – he's awesome. Just – I tell everybody, go listen to an episode. He's got everybody and anybody on there, and it's phenomenal. I'm not a – I'm not trying – he doesn't sponsor the Green Suiters podcast. <laughs> well, he but should he, be. He's, he's, an, he's, he's the real deal, man. He is the real deal. He's mm-hmm. a killer, killer listener, and that's the name if, of the game. If we pay him enough money, he'll do a – sponsor read for us on his podcast <laughs> uh, i don't well, know who the hell these guys are the screen series podcast but they paid me five hundred thousand dollars for <laughs> yeah for a, a 15 Jason, second why are you ad living read? in a cardboard box well you know that double morge came down on us we had to get that joe rogan <laughs> spot yeah so i'll do it i'll i'll share some a uh, couple of business goals um you guys are gonna laugh at this but it's getting more <laughs> It's getting more organized, not only in the shop, but in the business aspect of it. Uh, Probably teaching more business to the boys and learning more from my CPA. Um, Bingo. Doing more more build series, because I really enjoyed this with Big D. Uh, It was a lot of fun. Uh, Boy, he remembers everything. And also to teach more. And uh, when I say that... um, Making sure Chris and Derek, Big D, um, I'm teaching them more. But also with that is me learning more from them about, you know, the website. Um, uh, You know, uh, about the camera action that Chris does all the time and the editing. And I said in 2021 I wanted to learn about, you know, video editing, but I, I just... I really didn't have time. I was trying to get all the content together. That's a good formula the three of us have. Yeah. Derek handles all postings. I handle most of the commentar- comments on YouTube and Instagram and stuff like that. But uh, Chris Chris goes, got it, guys. And then he comes back with these unbelievable edited videos. And I may make a couple suggestions, but I just let him run with it. It's a, it's a perfect formula for us. So those are my goals. Um, that I some of the ones I wanted to share with you guys. So that's all that's I good, have to man. say about that. Appreciate you sharing them. I like oh, it. Sure. What about you, Jason? What do you got? What What are some of your goals? Uh, I don't know. Grow a child. Yeah, I. 
When you asked this, I was like, oh, I'm going to love talking about this. And then I was like, I don't freaking know. Like, I'm at this really weird place right now. I mean, I could give you the, the typical, you know, BS answers, the same things that I've been saying for years. And it's like, I want to get more serious about the CNC. And I'm, I'm forcing myself to do it. I'm forcing myself to come out here and spend a couple hours doing whatever. Like, I just made some valet trays, right? Super easy. And it was cool at the end of it, right? Um, they look great. They, I, they're really cool. And I, like, that's just that, like, that's something I could take scrap wood and throw up on an Etsy store. With that being said, a thing that I'm going to do this year is I'm going to create an Etsy store and I'm going to do like you're doing, Ben. And I'm going to, when I have free time, I'm going to cut things out and I'm going to put them up on the Etsy store. And when they sell, they sell yep. when they don't, they don't. Right. Yeah. It's just more money than just having the scraps sit around in the shop. And I have a freaking robot that will do it for me and it will force me to dive into the the program more which i actually enjoy doing more now that i've put it on my mac um uh running yeah, parallels yeah. oh my god it's a million times better um so like that's one easy answer another one would be you know <laughs> i just got a notification saying that my fusion uh auto renewal is going to happen in january and it's 450 dollars yeah. and i i found there, myself thinking well i found a myself version I know, but I, I wanted to use it for um, purposes of making money, and I'm just I'm yeah. not one of those people. Like, there's people out there that are using the free version and they're selling plans, and I think that's wrong um, because they're making money off of it. So I I bought it thinking that I was going to do it. Well, guess what? You know, the last time I opened up SketchUp March. or uh, Fusion, March, February. <laughs> <laughs> So I paid 400 and something dollars and I haven't opened the damn program. It's on my computer though. Um, but then I was thinking about it today and I was like looking at SketchUp and I'm like all the talk that you've been saying about SketchUp. I know SketchUp has come a long way from the version I used. I used a very old, old version of SketchUp. And so part of me, I was actually talking to uh, Jeb and Chaney uh, from Chaney Concepts today. Uh, it was weird. I don't know if I talked about it in my stories, but he just randomly sent me a message about checking out some fusion courses, which I, I already knew existed. Um, and we were just kind of BSing back and forth. And I was explaining to him my frustration with plans is that I've done multiple projects now that I did specifically for the purposes of plans, i.e. the miter saw station. And this is not a gig on you, Ben, by any means. Um, but I did the miter saw station. I did the table. I did Leo's bed. I did all these things. And here I am thinking like, Okay, I built a miter saw station months ago. I built the table a couple of months ago. Um, I don't have any plans. I already released a YouTube video on the table. I haven't released a YouTube video on the miter saw station yet. But then I was thinking about it. It's like, he, here's, the, here's the typical way that plans worked for me is that because I didn't understand the software completely and, and good enough to, to do it, I would spend all this time modeling all these things out in... Um, PowerPoint because I'm really, really good at PowerPoint, right? And I can, I can throw together a picture that has all the dimensioning and everything relatively quickly. But again, I have to do that. I have to answer all those questions. I have to put it all on paper. So I spend all the time doing that, send it to the person who's making the plans. And then I go back and forth five times until we have a final product. And I'm like, I'm doing this all wrong. 
You know what I mean? I'm going into a project with a rough idea of what I want to do. I'm making measurements on the fly. I don't have any real plan. And I'm trying to write all this stuff down. And I have all these pieces of scrap paper that have all these measurements. And then it comes time for me to do the plans. Then I have, then I have to spend all this time creating this document to send to somebody to make the plans. And it just doesn't work. And so I'm saying all of that to say that a, a goal of mine needs to be, because I want plans to be a big part of my business later on. It's not like a, that's not my business. I don't want my business to be plans, but the way I look at it is if I'm taking the time to build these projects that I don't really need to build, i.e. the miter saw station, I need to get something out of it. Right. So why didn't I build that in a software, force myself to use the software, build it in the software, then make any adjustments as the project goes on. And then when it's time to release the freaking video, I have the plans ready to go. Yeah. Cause you already built it digitally. Right. I'm spending the time as it is to give somebody else the, I have no problem paying somebody to do this for me. None whatsoever. But even if I am doing that, I still would be able to simplify my life if I was able to get on, get on SketchUp or Fusion, right? Well, let's just say SketchUp for this example. I get on SketchUp, I sketch up everything, I make a few adjustments, and then I can just send them the file and be like, look, here's the deal. This is what I made. Here's a couple of modifications. Double check it. Put it all into something that looks more plan worthy and then send it back to me. And I'm done. But because I don't have any of that, and I have all these pieces of you know chicken scratch paper, it's just, it's really frustrating. So that is absolutely, absolutely a goal of mine is to actually commit to the thing that I paid a lot of money for to learn and do. Um, outside of those two things though, when it comes to my business, I don't know, I'm so scatterbrained lately because I'm starting to get anxiety because I'm dropping my retirement pack in April. Yeah. I have, what, 16 months left in the army, 16 months. And during that time, I've got to obviously continue to work. I have my business, we're having a child. Um, we're not moving. Uh, we can talk about that at the end if, if you guys want. I've had some, some new revelations come from that. Um, but like I have a lot of medical stuff I need to get taken care of. You know, I don't want to be one of those people that waits to the last minute to, to file their VA stuff. And when, when do we start calling you Jennifer or Jesse? What do you mean? You said you got some medical stuff. I I can only assume you're doing a sexual transition, Jason. (laughs) Um, I, I did. I'm not, we're not going to get into this conversation. (laughs) Are you, are you going to become a trans testicle? Trans testicle? No, we're not, we're not going to talk about this. This is, uh, (laughs) keep my opinions to myself. As he drinks the Michelob Ultra. As I, yeah, as I drink the Michelob Ultra and I'm blushing. Um, I don't know, man. I'm having a hard time. I really am. Like, I know what I want my business to become in the future, and I know what it's going to take to get there. But there's just so many unknowns right now. And, like, mm-hmm. I need a schedule. I was actually talking to Nicole about this yesterday. I came out into the shop yesterday. Obviously, Leo's home. Nicole's home. She's teleworking this week. Uh, Leo's daycare is closed. And I'm home. I have been loving spending time with Leo uh, this week because I don't have this opportunity all the time. And he's getting to that age where it's so much fun. It's also extremely annoying at times. But that's kids, right? Yeah. And I 
I remember I came out in the shop and I'm like cleaning stuff up. Like I need to do a shop tour video. And I'm like, to do a shop tour video, I got to make sure my shop is like, I got to get rid of all the stuff and I got to straighten up a little bit and I have stuff all over the place. And so I did that and then I went inside and I kind of sat down and I'm like, honey, I'm just like totally like my mind is all over the place. We're talking about redoing the kitchen. That's going to be something that I do in 2022. Um, which said you you're definitely going to be involved in that project i'll tell you that oh, um, for sure hey we got to build a window seat marianne was saying what's tonight's topic i go goal she goes oh yeah. window seat <laughs> hey yeah so no deal I'll, I'll help you with that you can help deal. me do my kitchen but like deal because we're not moving now we're talking about putting more effort into the house and really making this our forever home and again that's not forever home, but the the home we're going to live in for the next X amount of years. And, and there's just so many unknowns right now. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I, I'm not motivated to go do this stuff. And when I was sick last week, it was the first time since we've gotten the Peloton bike. And I know this is going to sound silly, but it's the first time since we got the bike that, I mean, I didn't ride the bike for five days. <laughs> And I think that those five days of being sick, not riding the bike, I got lazy. And I was sitting there and I told her, I was like, this was at like two o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, I need to go to get a ride in. I need to go do a ride because I need to get focused. And I went in there and I did a ride. I did two rides actually. And I felt like a million bucks afterwards, right? Like I felt like I could take on the world. And then today I was like super motivated, came out in the shop, started doing the thing. Nicole went to an appointment. She came back. I came out and I finished filming the video. And then I went inside and did one of the hardest freaking rides on Peloton. And I wanted to die. But I felt fantastic afterwards, right? Like ready to take on the world. And one of the things that concerns me about life, and this is something that's causing me a lot of, a lot of anxiety. The army gives me structure right? The army gives me structure. When I am going to work every day, I know my day. I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to help Nicole get Leo ready to go. She's going to take him to daycare. She's going to go to work. I'm going to get on the bike. I get done on the bike. I get my stuff ready to go to work. I go to work. I work all day. I come home, hang out with Leo, make dinner, and then we do whatever for the rest of the evening. When I'm on leave, that's not the case, right? Leo's not going to daycare. Uh, I get up, I have coffee. We kind of BS for a little while. Uh, we play a little bit. Maybe I finally get out in the shop. Nicole's doing her thing. I got to make sure that I'm watching Leo while she's doing her thing. <coughs> Excuse me. So it's like that structure isn't there. And something that's causing me a little bit of stress and anxiety right now is that when I retire, where's that structure going to be? I'll take care of you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm No, I totally know what you mean. Please, please, I don't want anybody to think that, like, there's any part of me that's regretting my decision to get out of the Army. I cannot wait. It cannot get here soon enough. Like, it has been the most amazing experience of my life. And I know what I want to do with my business. But right now, I'm having a very hard time focusing. Because there's a lot of stuff I need to do to get ready to get out of the Army. And something is going to have to go to the wayside. And then when that day comes where I have nothing but time to dedicate to this, I'm nervous that I'm not going to set boundaries for myself. Yeah. I, I was there at one point. I, I remember what that feels like. 
I think one thing that'll help is that I do want to hire people. Like I need somebody to come film me. Like if, if there's anything I'm going to invest in when I get out of the army, it is going to be somebody that comes to my house from nine to five or whatever the hours are and say, Hey, we're building something today and you're going to film me and I'm going to talk about it. And I need you to edit this and make it a video. And also if feed I, me and bathe me and feed me and bathe me, rub my feet, um, feed grapes to me while fanning me. Typical things, right? That you would do like any yeah, normal fetch, human being would do. My Ultra, please. Thank you. Trevor. Yeah. You know, what's really funny is I think we had this conversation before, but it wasn't you, Jason. It was Ben. And Ben, you had been getting a little overwhelmed. Remember, I think it was last uh, last September or August. Yeah. You were getting overwhelmed, and I I just told you, take a deep breath, man. Yeah. No, that, and, it, was, and uh, Jay, it was beginning or the end of the summer. Yeah, and Jason, same. It's all gonna flow. You know it. The army has taught you structure. You just take that structure and bring it into your personal life. It'll all be good. You got us to help you. Well, this, this goes, this goes back to the conversation of like shop on your property versus away from your property or shop in the garage versus a detached shop and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And you know, like there's a part of me that like, I'm so close to the house right now. It's hard to detach is where if I had a detached shop and now that we're not, you know, currently pursuing building a home uh, again, which is a whole nother conversation, but I don't know, man, I'm, I'm just getting, I think it's because it's so close to the end and it's. I'm getting to a point now where I am getting nervous. And then of, of course the, the second child obviously <laughs> makes me a little bit more nervous because that's like coming right at this time where, you know, I thought I was going to be able to go all in. And then it, it's funny though, because like I'm in a position and Ben, you were in this, uh, you're in this position as well. It's like, I'm not like other people, right? Well, that's I, yeah, I'm way better than everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> Remarks complete. No, I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Um, I have, I am fortunate enough that when the day I step out of the army, I'm going to earn 50% of my base pay for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I already know for that, you know, that amount of money for the rest of my life. And then whatever VA, you know, disability yeah. I end up getting. If let's just say I end up getting a hundred percent disability from the VA. I will almost make exactly the same as I made while I was in the army. So literally nothing would change. Everything yeah. that I'm making as the business would just be additional income. Yeah. But there's still a part of me that, and Nicole just took a job making twice as much as she was making before, right? Yeah. But there's still a part of me that is like terrified. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the army is, and I know you went through all this because you've been out of the army for a while now. Yeah, two years next week. But it's like... I didn't return. It, it doesn't... I don't know, man. Yeah, lately, you, you know, lately it, my it, brain's it, just been all over the place. That's why I haven't I haven't like called you and been like, hey, we need to talk about this because you'll be like, this is the same shit you talk about all the time. No, like, no, no. Yeah, but this is like, totally this, different, this Ben. Is, no, this this is very different. And, and like I said, I, I vividly remember feeling the way that you do now um, with that exact... Um, conviction because you know it's it's very different when you come from an environment that is very structured where there is a there's always a, a hierarchy of people that like and I don't want to say that that you're institutionalized because you're you're not it's like freedom freedom is very um, can be scary 
you know, because it's, it's like, well, now that I have the choice to literally do whatever I want, that's very intimidating. And I think that that is intimidating for anybody and, and anybody that is in a, in a, a job or position or a point in life where they're, they're miserable or they're not really happy with where they're at. You know, they're probably cussing at the, at the podcast, like, Oh, I would, I would do this, 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 and this. I'm like, okay, wait until you really taste freedom Yep. where you really can do whatever you want to do, but you have to make a choice. That is very hard, you know, and you know, the, the, the best advice that I got because I was very nervous because I had no idea that, you know, there was really no one to kind of tell me what to expect for a medical retirement whenever whenever i was done with terminal leave i had no idea what was going to happen i didn't know where my money was going to come from until my va kicked in because it takes 45 days for it to kick in i'm like okay well am i just not going to get a paycheck for that first 45 days like like i started saving money and like you know selling stuff off getting rid of debt which is great because i i wasn't worried about it anymore but um there was a lot of fear there a lot of anxiety um so so again i, I know where you're coming from um, but the, the beautiful thing is, is that when you're actually there, you, you really have to take, um, take the time to decompress from being in the military for so long. Um, it is, it is vitally important. And, and this is a conversation I had with Jen, uh, last night about, you know, being in the military, it is ingrained on in our heads to hit the ground running, whatever's coming next. It is ingrained in us to hit the ground running. You know, there's a saying that. That's all should, I've been thinking about. You should. That's all I've been there, thinking about. There's a saying that in the military that uh, you should wear your next rank before you have it. You know, you should be doing the job of your next position before you're ever given that position. That way you are ready to assume that responsibility when it happens. You know, you don't ever want to be in a, in, in a position or given a position or given authority and then not know what the hell to do with it. So being in the military, that is that is grilled into our heads that we've always got to be ready for the next thing coming. We've always got to have our current ops and our future ops going at the same time. And I, I'm going to tell you again from from personal experience and something that would, that helped me so much was you need to decompress from all of that. You need to to you need to like right now you need to work towards or I, I would encourage you to work towards reducing your debts now while you have this a higher source of income that way when you do get out and there is a little bit of a drop of income from being active duty to to being retired um, that you have that ability to breathe that you're able to kind of decompress from that you know that you're not stressed to like well i've got to get a job because i got to pay these bills and i got to get this and i got to get that like you you need to shed or I'm sorry, you don't need to, I encourage you to just shed, shed all the excess weight now in the next 16 months. And then when that retirement date hits, you're able to, to focus on your family and just focus on enjoying yourself because that's, you know, that's something that we typically are not able to do for an extended period of time. Because once, once I was able to do that, once I was able to kind of decompress from being in the military for so long and really enjoy things, I was like, oh, I want to do this now. I want to do this now. I want to do this now. Like, like I, I have stress like with or anxiety with you know how I'm going to pay bills once school's done because my pay is going to drop.
but I still love what I do. You know, I, I still have fun doing everything. And I don't think that that's something that most people can say because they're, they are so stressed about having to pay the bills and do this and do that. But on, on the money side of things, I'm not super worried about that. Um, Honestly, I, a lot of this is all going to be dependent on what VA disability rating I end up getting. But I, I planned for very, you know, reasonable, um, probably much lower than than I than I will actually get number. But um, in terms of like debt, you know, we Nicole and I have already done that. We've we've paid off yeah. the only debt that we have is our cars and the house. And w my truck will be paid off by the time I get out of the army. And the, but and the Bugatti. Uh, well, no, the patrons paid for that. So. Um, <laughs> So That's I'm not so concerned about that, Incredible. but I just, I want to make it publicly known that I hate you because <coughs> as usual, Ben sums up everything with like five words and that conversation that you made about, you know, uh, assume the responsibilities of your next rank before you get there. Like I, I've heard that I'm, I'm very familiar with it. Yeah. But that is 100% right. And it's not something I ever thought about. That is exactly what I'm doing. And this is why I hate you, because you always have these powerful insights that make sense. And it's really annoying yeah. uh, because you're so dumb, right? <laughs> but feel that's the totally love. Not, yeah. Feel the love. No, it's amazing. Like, that's exactly like he is 100% right. That all I'm focused on is like, you know, ramping up to do that next thing that I haven't even had the opportunity to start yet. So when I get there, I'm ready to go. It, like it is to a T and <laughs> there's just part of me that's just like, I, I can't do all those things right now. Like I can't, I, I know I've seen my business grow every year, like clockwork doubling every year since I started. I'm learning more every year whether it's from the business side said you mentioned this, like learning more from your CPA and all these other things, like the way that I'm going to look at my business next year from a, a monetary perspective is totally different because I understand more now how I need to be preparing for the end of the year that I didn't look at. And it took, you know, an incident uh, of finding out that, you know, reality shock of, Hey, you're going to owe a crap ton of money. And I was going about it wrong. Right. And now I'm looking at it completely different. And it's like, hey, you know, I was just talking to Nicole at dinner tonight. Like, hey, I want to have this many uh, dollars in our savings account by the time I retire. And it's a completely doable number. And that is to cover us for a period of, you know, six to eight months. And if the whole world stopped, which again, you know, me, Ben, you, uh, or you, Ben, me, we're in different scenarios where we know we're going to get money every month. So, you know, the, the money we have to make up is a little bit different. So, but that is exactly how I've been feeling. Exactly. It, it's a mind trap, man, especially when you get out, because that is not that is not the mentality that you that you need anymore. Once you retire, it is not. No, it's and, the thing I'm trying to run away from. Like, yeah. and, and, you know, I mean, I keep saying it, but I'm, I'm going to encourage you. You need to position yourself to decompress, whatever that means when you get out. Because if you don't, Sedge and I are going to go on a trip to the Bahamas together. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. We'll have the Sedge tool thongs by then. I was just oh, going to yeah. say that. No. no, banana hammocks, Sedge. Banana hammocks. Ooh, Speedos, dude. <laughs> Man, this is going to sound real quick. The tool logo in the center. That's going to be bad to the bone. It's going to be great. I want one. 
Anyways, I know I didn't, I, I'm just, I'm rambling at this point, but I, I just, I don't know. I guess I want people to understand and you guys understand like how I've been feeling lately. Like, again, I, I could sit here and say like, oh, what are my goals? You know, CNC and SketchUp and build a fucking chair or whatever. Like <laughs> there's all these, there's all these goals. Like I think get that's a hand- the first F-bomb ever on Sorry. Green Scooters. Yeah. Build- thanks a lot. Sorry. It's, it's fine. People people know that we're human people don't don't listen whatever the kitchen um you know that that's going to be a goal to i'm going to document the entire thing and uh, building a hand tool bench like i I think that would be a cool pro but again at the end of the day like you know what my real goal is you know what my real goal is what tell us tell us to take time and actually focus on my retirement to ensure that I am set up the best for retirement for me and my family. Yeah. That's my that's, goal for 2022. It has nothing to do with Ben's woodworking. That's awesome, man. It's a good, Perfect. So, it's a good I need one. to go to the doctor and have him check out my knees and my back and my, my no, I'm just kidding. And the prostate. Yeah. Well, we do that one, one on the weekends. Or four. Ooh. I like, yeah. uh, you should go to my proctologist, Dr. Long Knuckle. Yeah, he's a good guy. Oh yeah, Ooh, very very cold hands. Mm-hmm. Well, before before I keep going too far down the rabbit hole, I've probably taken some of Ben's time. I apologize, Ben, but no, you're good. I I kind of wanted to go last tonight, but I didn't want to ask because I didn't want you to berate me. But I knew it was going to turn into something like this. No, that's good, because, man. I appreciate you sharing it. Because I've been having these these feelings lately, and I, I've been ta- literally talking to it about with Nicole for the last few days. I'm sure she's. So, anyways. It. Yeah. yeah, she just says the same thing you always say. Like this is the same crap you said three months ago. She says that. No, no. She wants to. Hey, okay. Ryan Curtis just wrote me a message. Hi, Ryan Curtis. He just made a. What was it like something for his mudroom? Yep. Yeah. It. Good dude. Really Another Festool employee. <laughs> really good dude. Solid. Wish come back. Solid. Individual. I wish that you guys would bring him back guy. up here so we could hang out. Mm. Ryan's a great yeah. guy. All right, I'm sorry, Ben. What are some of your goals? Um, well, my my always number one goal is to have fun with whatever it is that I'm doing. So thank you for listening tonight, everybody. That's going to do that it for this episode. Sorry, that's episode number eighteen of the Green Suiters <laughs> podcast. Um, I I just started planning. I'm going to do well. I was trying to do a long trip last year on my motorcycle. I was going to try to ride from my house in Virginia to the Florida Keys, um, but Ooh, literally two baller. days before, literally two days before I was supposed to leave, my the charger on my motorcycle broke, so I couldn't do it. I still went. I just drove instead of riding my motorcycle. But this time, um, there are some some events that are lining up perfectly to where my mom is going to be here for a month in may which is when i graduate because my cousin gets married in january or in june in uh in richmond virginia so she she called me this morning she's like hey you know i'm gonna be there for a month is that okay with you i'm like actually that's perfect because i want to ride my motorcycle again from here in virginia indiana to to milwaukee indiana Ooh, milwaukee to the harley davidson museum and so I'm going to take four days to ride um, from here to, to the Holly Davidson Museum. And then coming back, I will go down through Andy, come and see you guys. Um, but that's that's my uh, one of my goals. The other one is obviously to finish college. Um, 
with I, I have a 4.0 now and I'm I'm pretty sure that I'll be able to keep a 4.0 when I graduate so graduate with a 4.0 do this this long 2,000 mile trip on my motorcycle um, and then when it comes to like making content for the podcast I, I want to I, I, I want to continue to build the community you know I want to double the amount of patrons that we have let me see we have three more days left in in the year and when we started the podcast I had a goal um, to hit for the for the podcast or for patreon and we're I'm just short of that goal but it was pretty Ooh, close yeah. 32 huh? yeah so I want to double that by the end of next year which I think that we'll be able to maybe I can get another pick of pencil yeah no, it's that's it's, more than I have he can't I have 31 it's that's too much so I, 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 I want original. Con- want to grow the podcast, and then for for my YouTube channel, you know, like when it comes to you know the number of subscribers and and you know it's it's really hard for me to kind of nail down what it is that that I want to see growth in because it kind of feels like if I'm going to say okay, well, I want x number of subscribers or or you know some other type of metric in reality it's kind of an arbitrary number because it it is not it isn't necessarily um it means relative yeah the the number of subscribers are not relative to the success that you have to a degree obviously it helps you know but but depending on what it is you're trying to do there's yeah there's no chart out there that says okay if you want to you know, um, have this much income, you need to have this many subscribers there. That does not exist. So for me to say, well, I want to have, you know, I want to grow my, my channel to 10,000 subscribers by the end of 2022. Like I'm literally just throwing an arbitrary number out. That's where it stops. Yeah. And so, and and I'm, I'm very careful about goal setting because if I just set an arbitrary number and I start to, face challenges trying to hit that goal well if the goal is arbitrary to begin with and i'm and i personally am less likely to follow through with it because it's like oh i just kind of made this number up like it didn't really come from anything and this kind of goes back to the conversation i was having with jennifer's dad where you know is it okay do i want to do i want to have financial goals where it's like okay i want to i want to have this much income you know, per month or whatever by the end of 2022, which is good. I mean, that's, you know, I would like to replace the, the income that I, that I make when I'm in school. Cause I do make additional money when I'm in school. What, what is that number? If you don't mind sharing, if, if I, as long as I do 12 hours in seat, I want to say it's $1,400 extra. So you're looking to supplement an additional $1,400 per month. Yeah, and that's just to start out because, like, when I'm in school, it's I'm I'm able to live in, like very comfortably, but when I'm not in school, things are very tight. Like I can still pay all the bills, but there really isn't much else additional after that. Um, so I I don't want to, um, I don't want to have to rely on just my retirement until at least until I pay my house off, but um, 
but that was that that thought was kind of giving me that same feeling, Jason. Of I got to hit the ground running. You know, I need to have things ready for whenever I graduate. And all it was doing was just making me stressed out now. Like I'm not even there yet. I'm not even at that point. You know, and and you know our patrons are, are contributing to the to the podcast, which helps. I don't I don't take that money at least at the moment. Um, you know, I, I don't pay myself yet. Uh, at some point, I would hope to because. I mean, there's nothing left the, after we pay off our jets and sports cars. <laughs> and but just my second pick-em. pick a pen. Pencil. Yep. Sedge, don't yep. push it. Don't push it. Okay. Yeah, don't Please. push it. Greedy. Don't. You're so greedy. Come on. Very just greedy. another so one. So greedy. Really I, greedy. I just ran yeah. out of lead on the first one, and I don't know. Can Look, you replace Sedge, the I have lead? Get, I yeah, have to you get the can. Bugatti you really need a different color. I have to exactly. get a candy, candy purple, and you're okay. really yeah. starting to encroach on that. So you need a... Yeah. You need to stay in your element. Okay? You're taking away from my fuel money to go to Paris every Saturday. So, like, slow down, Sedge. And we both know that Jason is not going to sit in class, okay? He's going to sit first class. He's not going to yeah, sit of in course. class. No, I'm on my private jet, Ben. I thought he had no class. Hey-o. <laughs> hey, hey. But, um, but as far as, like, growing my, my content for, for, like, YouTube, I, I, I don't have a goal yet. Um, because I, I don't know, I, I want to sit down and think, okay, what do I want my life to be like in five years? You know, wh- what do I want to see myself as or, or, or doing or, or, you know, being or experiencing. And then I, I need to work myself backwards from that and then kind of do a little bit of reverse planning, you know, work from actions on the objective and then work my way back to, to the start point. So the hard um, part with the hard part with this, I, I like what you said about the numbers are arbitrary. Everybody just associate, and I think this is early on. People get this misconception, and, and I had it too. You know, it's all about numbers, and I've talked about this on other podcasts that I was on, where it's like, you know, I had these goals. The question always comes up, like, what are your goals? And early on, it what I did have a goal. It was like, oh, I want to have you know this many subscribers on YouTube by the time I retire, and yeah. this many on Instagram. And now I look at it and I go, first of all the amount of followers on Instagram means absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the amount of subscribers on YouTube means nothing in most cases. The argument is that, yeah, while a big audience will bring you attention, what's more important than your audience size is views. And what I can tell you is there's people out there that have 10,000 subscribers on YouTube, maybe even less, and they make... I don't know, probably five to $10,000 a month in all the different yeah. streams of revenue. So, yeah. you know, if you, if you have an audience, it could be small, big, it could be whatever, but yeah. you know, they, you've created a, a, a market in something you're going to be successful. Yeah. So that number Absolutely. means nothing. Absolutely. I think like you and I could probably sit down, you know, and have a 45 minute discussion and very, very quickly find ways to supplement your $1,400 income um, even with your audience size the way that it is now, like that's the not hard. Burned down, Jason. I can't. I can't work there anymore. No. Yeah. No. Um, you can. Uh, you can be one of my. Uh, one of my ladies on the corner. No, I'm just one kidding. of your chai boys. Yeah. So like that's simple. So that that number means nothing. Like oh, I want to get ten thousand subscribers. Ten thousand yeah. subscribers and, doesn't mean jack if you're getting ten views and, on your videos. And that's why I'm very careful about it because again, I don't want it to be just some arbitrary number because whenever whenever you hit that that valley as life, you know, 
always does. It kind of puts you in the pits, you know, having that, that real tangible attainable goal is what's going to pull you through all the muck. So I want to be very deliberate about whatever goal it is that I set. You know, if it is, if it is based on monetary value, which it I needs mean, that's, to be. that's great, which, which it obviously needs to be because that's a very realistic thing. Um, but you can very easily lose focus um, because, you know, money can come in uh, streams of revenue can come in very different forms and you can very quickly uh, put yourself in a position that you don't want to be in, you know, that can be too, too rigid or maybe locks you in place and you can't really oh, yeah. get out of it. You know, and we see that with lots of content creators that more or less sell their soul to the devil just to get a quick buck. And that's definitely not what I want to do. It's so, not, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out. That's not what you want to do. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, there, no. there are people out there that their business is designed, they, they could care less about the audience. They're doing it because they have a platform that's going to make them money. And there's nothing wrong with that. I will no. not hate on those people. That's what their business structure is. They'll take everything that comes their way. That's totally fine. But they're going to struggle in other aspects where I might do yeah. very well in. Yeah. I'm, I'm very fine with this being a slow burn. Like whatever the growth is. Here's, yep. here's, here's how I'll play devil's advocate, though. Is you had mentioned this, this is where, and this is why it's so difficult to, I really like tonight's podcast, by the way. Like th this is a really good discussion. This is like the conversations that you and I have been on the phone. But yeah. this, you know, you talk about like, I don't need to focus on it just yet. Like I don't need to hit the ground running. But my, I'm a huge advocate of like the whole reason I started my business five years out is so I could learn these things. So when I did retire, I wouldn't be worrying about what I'm worrying about this year with taxes. You know, that yeah. wouldn't be a surprise to me. I know it now and going into retirement, I'm going to be better prepared for it. The whole reason I did this, how do I file taxes? Is a CPA worth it? How do you deal with clients? How do you go about content creation? What other options are there out there? You're going to learn those things by starting to dabble in those things. And so oh, yeah. you have to walk. Yeah. You have to walk that fine line where you're saying like, you know what? You know, I want to, I, I don't need to be doing that now. Like, yeah, you do kind of right. Because soon your school is going to be done. So you need to start dabbling in some of those things instead of, because even if, even if the growth is slow right now till that day, that's still growth. Yeah. And, and that's, and that was the conversation that I was having with, with Jennifer is like, you know, even though, um, like it is a reality that that income will stop. That is the reality. So, you know, in a way I can't be, you know, all philosophical and, and, you know, say, Oh, um, you know, I just have to be calm and I have to be collected and, I'm not right. going to worry about these things. Like, no, like I do need to take action. Do I need to like rush? No, I don't, but I do need to put in the work. And that's that for me, that is where I am struggling is because it's like, well, technically I already am doing the work with school and being a single parent and all these other things. So it's like, I, I have to be very mindful of the amount of stress that I put on myself because that will have a negative impact on those around me. Um, so it's, it's, it's just trying to find, you know, what can I, I don't want to say what can I cut out because there really isn't much that I can, because I'm literally 
up at 5 a.m. and go to bed at 10 every day doing doing something, whether I'm working on the house, being with the kids, schoolwork, like I'm, I'm tapped, you know, pretty much all day. So it's just... Well, this is where it gets into that conversation of like, you have to back off the things that aren't generating and focus on the things that are. And I know you and I have had that conversation and me and Sedge, you know, we've had that conversation many times and Instagram is a really good example of that. It's like the amount of time that I was wasting on Instagram just to get content up, to be one of these mindless drones that, you know, I got to appease the, you know, the, what is it? The algorithm. Mm-hmm. but what is it doing for me? Nothing. Right. And so you just kind of have to, you know, pick and choose those things. And I, I think for you, I think your goals are, <coughs> excuse me. I know you said you, you're still trying to figure out what your goals are, but, <coughs> um, I think yours, it does need to be a monetary thing. And I think it's very easy for you to reach that goal. And, um, you know, and then, and then kind of see how that works out and, and go from there. But there's not enough time in the day to do everything. There just isn't. And it, and if there is, I mean, I could be spending way more time focused on my business. Sedge could spend way more time focused on his business. You could spend way more time focused on your business, but are you going to have anything to enjoy? Yeah, exactly. Nope. It's a struggle. I think Constant. it's important. I think it's important what you said, uh, Jason, about learning what you're doing now because, Ben, you're getting out of school. Uh, but also that goes hand in hand where you said four or five years ago you started looking at this as a business, Jason, and you wanted to dabble in things. Um, my day job, I can work for many more years. I don't plan on retiring anytime soon. But what I'm doing now with Sedge Tool is I'm learning and I have you as a good coach, Jason. I'm learning about, you know, the how do how does it all work? And, you know, someday maybe I will retire. Who knows? But it's just something I was going to do anyhow, is walk out into my shop and do stuff. Why not, how do you say, teach somebody? Yep. And pass on what your knowledge is and helping some people out. And I think that's a good thing. I'm I'm talking to a guy right now. It, it absolutely is. And that was the whole reason why I got into YouTube. But I'm talking to a guy right now who's in the army. He's on almost exactly the same timeline for retirement that I am. Um, he's a warrant officer. He's a Black Hawk pilot. And great dude. Matter of fact, this reminds me right now that I need to contact him to, to, to talk to him again. But he reached out to me and said, hey, I want to start a YouTube channel. This is kind of what I want to do when I retire. Um, I'm very open-minded. I'm not expecting for things to go overnight. Like he's like the perfect person that you want to talk to about this because they don't have any unreal expectations. And he's, he's doing the right thing. He's, he's starting now. He's, he's starting a little late in the game. Um, but again, he's going to have, you know, military retirement, all that stuff. And he'll, he'll have the, the support and funds and everything to, to continue to let him do this, this path. But he's eager to start now because you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of learning curves to this. Like mm-hmm. it's a lot of work. It's a ton of work. And <laughs> I, I, it's so funny because I find myself before I was saying like, oh yeah, it's, this kind of, this stuff is easy. But like, I'm looking at it from the perspective of like being in the military and things being a lot harder, you yeah. know, and it's like, oh, it's really not that much work. And mm-hmm. you know, then you're doing it. Now it's like, I have all this time to dedicate. And I, I really see like how many ways you can grow doing this. And now it's like, 
No, it's a lot of freaking work, especially when you're trying to balance a full-time job and family life and, you know, the podcast and all these other things. And it's like, holy crap, man, this is like, I used to have no problem dedicating all of my time to it. All of my time. Before you had a kid. Then I had, then I had Leo and that's changed everything. And even in the beginning when I had Leo, I, I feel like it didn't really change things too much, but you know, as he's getting older, it absolutely is. Yeah. And you know, my wife, she, I've been in the army for 19 years almost now. And my wife has been a part of that for over 10. Like she's going to want to do her thing at some yeah. point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm going to have to pick up the slack when I retire and do other things. So it, it, it's just, I don't know, man, we could talk about this forever, but to alleviate this ending up being a two hour episode, we should probably go ahead and his last name isn't Swisher, is it? Call it. What? No. Swisher? Okay. No. I mean, hey, I, don't, I don't think are, so. Are we going to do an IG call out tonight? I'm not prepared, but we can. Well, if you're not prepared, I can go ahead and uh, yeah, hit ahead. up some Everybody Hates Jason. Get bent. Yeah? Some get bent? Okay. Yeah, let's do again bent. Senj, do you have any tonight? None. All right. Let's do this. Wait, hang on, hang on. Get bent. Bent. Get bent. Okay. Everybody, this is is good. I've got some good ones tonight. You guys ready? You guys ready for this? Yes, sir. All right. First one from my beginner's guide to frameless cabinets. Comment was, I heard, I heard, just going to go ahead just short of 16 million times and gave up. I'm sure the video is great though. Okay. What's number one? I guess I said, just going to go ahead many times in that video. Uh, next one. This is from the ultimate assembly table. Another uh, favorite for hateful comments. Your taste is too expensive. Most everything you have is over the top and not attainable or affordable. It appears it's, Fest tool or nothing. So what's his point? I don't know. Whatever. That he's dumb. Here's another good <gasps> one. This is on the Undermount Drawer Slides video. Oh, man. I have to laugh when other YouTube carpenters tell us how easy it is to install Bloom Undermount Drawer Slides. They may work like a charm. But they are most complicated, most difficult, and most fussy drawer slides ever devised. I'll stick with wrong. I'll stick with regular old full extension ball bearing drawer slides. Thanks, dude. But you know what what an unbelievable bonehead. Yeah. Undermounts are the freaking easiest ever. Yeah, they actually, now that I've installed them so many times, I actually feel like not only are they easier, but they are also the least fussy drawer slides because if something is wrong, they're very easy to fix. Here's a good one. And I'm going to end it with this one. Sedg, I got this 23 minutes ago. You're going to love this one. This is on my, what's the difference between Festool's dust extractors? It's kind of a long one, but we're going to read it. Mm. The thing with Festool vacuums is that they suck and not in a good way. The whole system is very well thought out, but they clog really fast 
and the power is just not sufficient at all. I have been using Makita vacuum vacuums for the better part of 10 years, and they hold up better than my new Festools. I own the CTL Sys, the new MIDI, and the 36, and they all suffer from the same power deficiency. So it why gets would you e- keep buying them? Hold on. Hold on. It gets better. It gets even worse when you use them with the cyclone separator, which effectively reduces your vacuum to a box that makes noise but nothing else. Even my 10-year-old Makita unit works with a plastic cyclone on an oil drum and is still powerful enough to vacuum the floor with, with or connect power tools to it. In the shop, the Festools have been fully replaced with the old Makitas again. And I must admit, I do... A, take the festivals on jobs but more often than not i don't spare myself the hassle and take the large makita plus oil drum with me on jobs as well as it just gets the job done and i ran out of breath from the run-on sentence there can easily vacuum concrete or fluids with it or hook up to any machine to it three things the festival vacuums struggle with so said the makita rep yeah like really seriously i'm not saying that makita vacuums are no good but i can tell you i can count on zero damn fingers how many times my festival vacuum is ever clogged ever if it's clogged it's because i didn't empty the bag even when i don't empty the bag it's still not i just had this problem my bag was so on both of my vacuums were so full and i know when it happens because you know i'll be standing and i can see little dust particles moving out i'm like oh need to change the bag right but it's never clogged ever i have never i've had these vacuums for years never once have i clogged it with anything i I changed my bag on my ct26 uh probably a month and a half ago just because i felt like i probably should because it's been in there for a year because the cyclone catches everything like it was it wasn't even i mean the bag wasn't even an eighth of the way full with fine dust Oh yeah, well your cyclone is reducing the suction so bad that it just sucks. You can't you can't vacuum the floor. What is wrong with you? Unbelievable. You look up contradiction a, in the dictionary and that guy's face is in it. My cleanup yeah. vac for cleaning up the floor in the training center. I have a cyclone, it's a CT48, same CFM. I've had the same bag in there since the cyclone came out and it's maybe 10% full. And I empty that cyclone all the time. Unbelievable. It's okay. It's that's what's the beauty of this world. I'll tell yeah. you what. I, I just thought it was I funny. Changed. It came in while we were recording this podcast. I saw it. I was like, oh, I'm definitely reading that tonight. I changed nice. out my HEPA filter on the CT26 too. Wow, that's a big difference. Huge difference when you change out the bag and the HEPA filter at the same time. Wow. It's like a it's like a brand new vacuum cleaner. Hmm. All right, who wants to go first with their recommendation? Sedge? I, I can go. I'll go ahead, Sedge. I am going to call out, and it's a really cool spelling. Um, it's They're on Instagram, at Urban Timber, but Urban is spelled U-R-B-N, and it's Timber, T-I-M-B-E-R, and it's Urban Timber, same spelling, dot com. And I met one of the founders many, many years ago. His name's Tyler Hillard. There's two other uh, owners of this company. They're in Columbus, Ohio. They're Sawyers. 
They do reclaimed wood, but they also teach classes out of their shop. Uh, Tyler is an incredible furniture builder. Uh, they do a lot of, they sell a lot of slab, a lot of wood, a lot of lumber. And just give them a follow. I just love it. They're gr they all have shop dogs. And uh, they have, a, I just love watching how their business is growing. It's Urban Timber. It's funny because I always spelled it like Urban, U-R-B-A-N. And my wife pointed out the t-shirt I wear all the time. And she goes, you know there's no A in there. And I went, oh, snap. I never noticed. But it's, <laughs> these guys are great. Uh, Tyler, he's an up-and-comer, man. This guy is, he's the bomb. So I just wanted to call him out because I just, I think the world of him. Awesome. Mine this ben. week is uh, Ramon Valdez. Oh, yeah. His, his Instagram handle is Ramon Artful. The guy is a marketry and router wizard. Uh, if you want to know anything and everything about how to be the best woodworker with a router in their hands, go check out his Instagram and YouTube channels. Um, he's really great at teaching his, uh, his followers on how to – to do certain patterns, how to build certain things. He's always sharing his projects that he's doing, always sharing the, uh, the commission pieces that he's working on. He's just, he's a really great dude. Um, I've, I've followed Ramon for, for years now. Um, so again, if you want to, he, he really specializes in marketry and inlays and stuff like that. The guy's awesome at what he does. So go check yeah. out Ramon. He's, he's a real incredible. good dude. He's a real yeah. good dude. Yeah. Ramon artful. Jason, what do you got this week? I have a very interesting one. Oh, boy. And you remember when we had the episode where we were talking about, like, what the next big thing was going to be in woodworking, yeah. the CNC machine versus all that yeah. stuff, and I jokingly said a Roomba oh, yeah, yeah, sander. Yeah. yeah. Well, it happened. Scroll, I was scrolling through my feed the other day, and a guy, his name is Eric Irvin Woodwork, E-R-I-C-E-R-V-I-N Woodwork. He posts, I don't even know why it came up on my feed. It was like a suggested thing or whatever. And I see this Roomba sitting on a tabletop going back and forth. And it was going to the edge and stopping and turning around. So I, I started doing some digging. And this guy had this idea. He basically rewired a Roomba. And his first, his first run, it's taken off. And... I don't know what he does for his day job, but his first run was just messing with the robot on the tabletop. And then he put a sander on the front of it. And there was some sort of issue with it not going all the way to the edge, but it was like, it was seriously picking up the edge of the table, stopping, turning around. And it was the random orbital sander on a freaking Roomba on a tabletop, sanding everything. And so what he ended up doing again, I guess he was like bypassed the electronics inside of it and made it to where it sensed the back of the machine as the front of the machine and then he like cut out a portion of the body of the Roomba and like built a bracket that the the random orbital sander could sit in and I think he's actually attempting to put a patent on this because like I guess a bunch of people wrote him or were like dude you need to freaking patent this but it's absolutely insane because something I jokingly said a few weeks later, I'm scrolling through my Instagram feed and I see a guy that's trying to make it a reality. So <laughs> I just thought that was really freaking cool. Go check out his last three posts. Eric Irvin Woodwork. I think he's been giving updates in his um, 
his Instagram. He's uh, been a patron stories. of ours for quite some time, hasn't he been? No. No, no yeah. Eric, Eric. <laughs> I was going to say, that bastard. <laughs> he, uh, he took my idea. Royals. Give me some royalties. <clears throat> no, but it's really, really, really cool. And it's, it's going to really happen. Cool. It's, it's going to really happen. Cool. 100%. Yeah. Well, all righty, gentlemen. Appreciate the insightful conversation tonight. Oh, sure. This might be one of my favorite episodes we've done so far. Good. Good way to start Just, off 2022. Yeah. Um, you oh, know, sure. given that this is the first episode that's going to be in the, in the new year, um, I just wanted to thank all of our patients for being a part of, of our growth and, and being, you know, especially the the first first group of people that, you know, found our, our podcast enjoyable and, and decided that uh, that we deserve to get some of their hard earned money, um, which we, we do put into the into the podcast to try to make it better, better audio, better listening experience. So. We could not have have started the journey without you guys, and we uh, can't wait to continue going into the, into the podcast journey into 2022. Um, you know, maybe we'll get to a point where we can start doing like live events or something like that. That'd be cool. But um, yes, thank you, everybody. Yeah, thanks, yeah, everybody. We really appreciate it, everybody in the community that's sh- that's shown their love and support. And uh, to everyone else, if you're listening to this on free feeds. There's two things, only two courses of action that we're going to allow you to take at the conclusion of this podcast. The first thing is you can leave us a review wherever yes. you listen to this podcast on whatever platform. Leave us a rating and a review. You know, share our your thoughts thoughts with us on, on you know what you think of the podcast so far. And then the second thing you do is share this episode or any episode that you're listening to as you listen to it. You know, share any insights again about that particular episode, what it is you liked about it where you're listening to it at yeah you man know. we appreciate so, it review it share it let let more people find out that we're out here putting out content leave yeah. jason some good comments yeah <laughs> and by good i mean bad we're taking yeah. contempt and turning it into content <laughs> yes <laughs> thank you so much to all the haters out there but uh jason where, where can everybody find you benswoodworking.com Sedge, where can we find you? <laughs> SedgeTool.com. Swag. We also uh, add Sedge some swag. on TikTok, on Instagram. Yeah. On, we're on Twitter. But also, don't forget, at uh, Festool Sedge. And also um, our YouTube channel, Festool USA. We have Festool Live. And now, Festool Shop Talk, which we're really proud of. We've been interviewing some great people. We got yeah, so much awesome. lined up for next year. Festool Live is just going gangbusters for us. So every Friday at noon. Thought I'd throw that awesome. out there. We really appreciate it. Ben, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram and YouTube at Ben Marshall Designs, or you can find me at uh, MarshallDesignWorks.com. And you're going to also cool. find all of us on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Green Suiters Podcast. Green yeah. Stop being a free looter. Green Stop being a free looter. Green suitors. Give us money. We, got, we have to we buy got Ferraris. To pay for. Yeah. I need another pick a pencil. Let's go. Let's go. All right, All right guys. Thanks, you guys. See you on the Thanks, next Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much.
Hey, this is Ben, co-host and editor of the Green Suiters Podcast. This episode is over, but if you want to hear more topics like this and you want to be a part of our conversation, head over to patreon.com forward slash Podcast for early access to each show. If you're listening to this on free feeds, be sure to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.